Welcome to the High Tech Supply Chains Podcast, where we explore the latest advancements and challenges in the technology industry's supply chains. From microchips to cutting-edge robotics, today's most innovative companies rely on complex and ever-evolving networks of suppliers, manufacturers, and distributors to bring their products to market. We will share insights on the key trends, issues, and opportunities facing high-tech supply chains today. So whether you're a supply chain professional, a tech enthusiast, or just curious about the behind-the-scenes workings of the high-tech world, this is the podcast for you. ASML, Nikon, and Tokyo Electron will no longer be able to supply advanced photolithography equipment to Chinese firms, following a tripartite agreement between the governments of the U.S., the Netherlands, and Japan. The Dutch government has informed ASML, the leading producer of photolithography equipment in the country, that it plans to ban the sale of its most advanced immersion lithography equipment to China, according to the Wall Street Journal. As the only producer of extreme ultraviolet lithography equipment, which is crucial for producing cutting-edge semiconductors, ASML holds a unique position in the market. However, it is challenging for China to obtain large-scale lithography equipment, and building such equipment from scratch is near impossible. Additionally, with only a few hundred such systems purchased each year, managing exports is relatively straightforward. The exact number of these vital systems that have been sold to China remains unclear, as does the extent of China's current advanced semiconductor production capacity. Although China has yet to develop the technology to produce chips at the 10 nanometers process node, it has already begun investing in new manufacturing facilities. Currently, only Taiwan's TSMC possesses the technology to produce 5 nanometers chips, which requires advanced lithography equipment from ASML. Photolithography, the process of projecting light through a pattern design onto a substrate and printing it, was first developed in 1957. Over 100 repetitions of this process create a complete microchip. While the U.S. was slow to invest in photolithography equipment, Japanese firms such as Nikon and Canon rapidly caught up and made substantial technological investments. This eventually led to the decline of U.S.-based GCA, a once-dominant player in the market, which was unable to compete with its Japanese counterparts and shuttered its Massachusetts factory in 1993. ASML, the leading provider of EUV lithography equipment, announced strong sales figures in financial year 2022 with $23 billion in sales and $6.05 billion S in net profit. The firm sold 317 new and 28 used lithography systems during the year and predicts a 25% rise in sales in 2023. In the first quarter of 2023, sales are expected to reach between 6.1 billion euro and 6.5 billion euro, with a gross margin of 49% to 50%. Demand from Taiwan, Europe, and the U.S. is set to remain robust and the company does not anticipate any impact from recent restrictions on exports to China. China's ambitions to lead in AI and quantum computing rely heavily on access to cutting-edge semiconductor equipment, but restrictions on exports to China may hinder the country's progress. Although large Chinese firms could source chips abroad, 
The lack of advanced semiconductor design and production in mainland China could be a setback. The Chinese government has yet to comment on the restrictions, but could respond with trade restrictions on Western companies. EcoPro BM, a South Korean producer of battery cathode materials, has doubled its facility investment from last year to increase production capacity from 190,000 tons to 280,000 tons next year. The company will begin construction of the new CAM-8 and CAM-9 factories in Pohang, which are expected to begin operations in the second half of 2024. Last year, the company reported impressive growth with sales and operating profit increasing by 261% and 232% respectively. This is due to the thriving electric vehicle market and increased battery production, leading to increased sales of cathode materials, a critical component accounting for 40% of battery costs. EcoPro BM's investment of $1.13 billion this year will mainly go towards building new factories, with construction of CAM-8 starting in the first quarter and CAM-9 in the third quarter of this year. The company's first overseas cathode material plant in Hungary is planned to start mass production in 2025, followed by the U.S. joint venture with SK-1 and Ford in the CCOBD half of 2025. EcoPro's sales target for this year is $8 billion, but factors such as raw material prices and exchange rates remain a concern. The company stated in a conference call that to reach this target, the U.S. dollar exchange rate must be in the low to mid-1,201 range, and raw material prices must slightly decrease. EcoPro BM completed construction of the CAM-7 plant at the EcoBattery Pohang campus in October of last year, and, following a trial run, main production will commence this year. The environmental business of EcoPro reported sales and operating profit increases of 140% and 199% respectively, compared to the previous year. Astroscale, the space debris removal company, held a press briefing on January 12th to highlight its efforts in sustainable space utilization. The CEO, Mitsunobu Okada, noted that the number of near misses between satellites and debris has surged from 2,000 per year to an estimated 6,000 per month in 2021. The company aims to establish a full-scale on-orbit service system by 2026 to 2027, in light of the changing satellite constellations and the launch of a commercial space station, which is expected to further deteriorate the space environment. Astroscale's on-orbit services include end-of-life active debris removal, satellite life extension, and in-situ space situational awareness. The company demonstrated its end-of-life technology with the successful launch of the LSA-D satellite in March 2021, which demonstrated the capturing of simulated debris. In 2023, the company is scheduled to launch the commercial debris removal demonstration satellite Address-J as part of Phase 1 of the Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency's commercial debris removal demonstration project. Multiple satellites are also planned for launch in 2025. In addition, Astroscale is working to expand its facilities, including a new base in Tokyo, set to open in May 2023, which will house a factory capable of simultaneously manufacturing four 500-kilometer class satellites, a control room, and an observation area for the public to learn about space sustainability. As part of the company's efforts to strengthen its system, Hideki Kato was appointed as the president of Astroscale, a subsidiary responsible for satellite manufacturing and development, 
Kato has extensive experience in satellite development from working at companies such as Mitsubishi Electric, Thales Alenia Space, and Lockheed Martin. Astroscale, which celebrates its 10th anniversary in May 2023, has faced criticism for its business concept in the past. But the successful demonstration by ELSA-D and increasing demand for its services has led to a shift in attitudes. The CEO, Mr. Okada, sees the potential for continued growth and development in the future. On January 31st, Capella Space, a company specializing in the construction of a constellation of small synthetic aperture radar satellites, announced the establishment of a subsidiary, Capella Federal, dedicated to improving services for the United States government. Capella Federal will offer tailored delivery of Earth imagery to meet the specific needs and security standards of U.S. government and military clients. With a strong track record of working with government agencies, including the National Reconnaissance Office, the National Geospatial Information Agency, the Air Force, the Navy, and the Space Force, Capella Space has established itself as a reputable player in the industry. In January, the company raised $60 million from the U.S. Innovative Technology Fund and also expanded its executive team. Payam Banazadeh, founder and CEO of Capella Space, spoke about the motivation behind the formation of Capella Federal, stating that since the company's inception, they have received numerous requests from U.S. government clients to utilize their capabilities, particularly in light of the ongoing Ukraine war. Gain invaluable insights into the supply chains powering the globe's essential technologies, including semiconductors, batteries, advanced materials, and the space sector, by subscribing to our Substack at hitechinstitute.substack.com. Thanks for listening.